previously on Unbalanced Encounters. Did the guide take the life that was here? Clarence says, bird come, bird and person go, people go. Thank you for being so helpful. Anytime, bud. And by that, I mean once a day. They have a flared head, one homogenous form of a body, no mouths, but mats of holes, hollow eyes. The first thing that you see is that this thing coughs. A cloud of neon teal forms a haze in the room, and all of a sudden, all of you can hear in your heads, Who the hell are you? You're scaring my friends, and I'm going to stop that. If your friend is so damn scary, why'd I come to the big city, huh, boy? I just want to smack it right in the middle of its disgusting, holy face. In one of his fucking gross holes, just fire an arrow right down his throat. Are you all headed to the hot springs? We're looking for a friend of a friend. You are greeted by a body of smoke, wearing a mask that looks surprisingly like guards. I turn and bow deeply to the smoke, Janasi. This thing bows back to you, and as it comes back up, shakes its head now. You see a man standing over a desk. On the other side of the desk at attention is another man. The man at the desk stands to his full height, nine feet. But he turns and he looks at you. This great crane of a man says, how might I be of service to you? to ask, can we really get people to say Lorax? Seriously, I'm your host, Patrick Perini, <laughs> and I would like to take this opportunity to reintroduce our wonderful cast here on Unbalanced Encounters. Starting at the top, we have Cinderblock Sally. Say hi, Cinder. Hello. We have the chattest nerd you know, Craig Pate. Craig, how you doing? Hi, guys. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Sam Oliver, say hello. Hi. Hi. And the illustrious Emily Graymore, how you doing? I'm doing all right, Patrick. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. You know why I'm wonderful? Because we actually have a surprise guest on the show today. Sayer Roberts, how you doing? It's a surprise to me, I'll tell you that. Uh, everyone who is listening at home, uh, please join me in welcoming Sayer Roberts to the show. Sayer is our illustrious composer. You may have met him on uh, one of our more recent Rebalancing episodes. Sayer is going to be joining us as a guest for uh, really the rest of Arc 2, uh, They'll Need a Crane, uh, which is this wacky thing that we, uh, Emily and I have been talking about doing since we came up with the idea of putting this show together. We've always been excited about having kind of guests come through, uh, you know, just royally like screw with the chemistry and make things uh amazing and new and ways that um are going to make my life as the dm a living hell chaos uh, <laughs> chaos 100% we stand chaos uh i am extremely excited uh to have uh sayer say around say this, this is your first time playing dnd right you've never done anything like this before now 
I've never, never rolled a, a, a die in my life before. Never acted or anything, you know, sort of coming in fresh here. No, this is my first time actually speaking on a microphone, speaking to people in general. Uh, I'm I'm a recluse, famously, and uh, I, I I I religiously stay away from dice. So, yeah, I mean, dice phobia is uh, a real thing that many of our audience members suffer from, and to them, mm-hmm, I say, why the mm-hmm. fuck are you listening to a D and D podcast? No shame or judgment here. Anyone. Just I- immersion therapy is immersion. what we're doing. <laughs> we're so on task. Oh God, my friends. When last we left off, you all had managed to wander your way into the afterlife of all fucking places, which ended up being a strange subterranean hot spring, densely sort of canopied roots formed this cavernous swamp-like area where you were immediately confronted by some Cajun myconids that decided to try to kick your ass. You killed them very quickly. That was very, very impressive. Um, Killed. Yeah, good point. Uh, we don't know that they're dead. They ran away screaming. <laughs> you were then led uh, to the the hot springs proper by a one of the guides, a little frogman named Reevesy Hopper Swallop, uh, who has instantly become a fan favorite, I'm sure. He did something kind of unexpected, right? He brought you straight to Ganbald. Uh, Ganbald, of course, being the... Uh, individual, the husband of Demoiselle, that the Lorax suggested might be your best way to get to Demoiselle. The procession brought you to a sprawling complex of spas and saunas and restaurants and rooms of relaxation, uh, toward the top of which you arrived at Ganbald's office. Uh, which is where we find you now. Again, this room is massive. It is the size of the mill back in Raleigh. It is huge, and it is full of shelves of books, scrolls, artifacts, little kind of cozy seating areas, and at the back, a very large and ornate desk uh, where Ganbald himself has just acknowledged your presence in the room uh and he stands his full eight feet in height this crane black and white feathers a pitch black beak wearing this shawl of rope kind of filled with these uncountable number of knots uh, otherwise dressed in fine silks and perfumed slightly of frankincense. And uh, he sort of looks to each of you in turn, looking for who might step forward as your group's initial envoy. I think the first thing that Harissa is going to do is uh, bow, as Reevesy did say you should bow to... Um... Uh, gambled. Ooh, good memory. Please take inspiration for that. <laughs> Thank you. I'll add it to the pile that I haven't used. Um, so <laughs> I really should remember I have inspiration. So Harissa is going to bow and Sphinx, who has kind of been next to her, who is kind of just standing, staring agape. Uh, she's going to kind of forcibly kind of like bend over. She's going to look to the side and just kind of squash him down. So he's like, oh, so she's going to bow down and looking to see if anyone else does. <laughs> Jude's gonna look at Harissa and Sphinx. Be like, oh, 
Yes. And Val as well. I'm curious about Isaac and Guard. Is anyone breaking suit here? I don't think Guard is noticing his teammates in this moment at all. Guard sees this character as a potential answer to a lot of questions, whether or not they are, and zoning out looking at uh, Gambald. So I don't think he bows. I don't think he's doing it disrespectfully. I think he's just sort of in awe of the situation and a little bit lost in the moment. Guard, could I get a could I get a weird check from you? Could I get a performance check with disadvantage? Sure, I have a minus one to that, so that's gonna be great. <laughs> You're good. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. That is a seven. Great. We'll deal with that in a minute. Isaac, how are you? How are you reacting? Isaac is tripping balls this entire <laughs> like spiritual journey that has been going through this place. So he sees this giant bird person and he notices that his niece, who's basically squirrel girl and his lizard captain bend the knee. And he's just like, what the hell is this? What would June's going to tap him? Try to like tap him on the leg. A little nudge. like Yeah. Uh, okay. And he's just going to bow. You all see Ganbald tip his head, mark each of you in turn, nod gently, and then he locks eyes with guard, and he gives you a curious look, and he sort of shuffles, and you see his feathers kind of puff up a little bit and then settle back down in the places where they're exposed. And he turns to the attendant that is standing by his desk. A guardian? What do you make of this, Mel? Sayer, if you would please describe your character for Let's us. Let's go! So beside Ganbald, you see a six-foot-tall individual. He looks like a... It looks like male presenting. He is standing very straight, hands behind his back, very attendantly. He has what looks like dark brown hair that's pulled back into a ponytail. His eyes are quite large and don't appear to have any pupils. It's just black eyes. His nose is somewhat turned up with a little tinge of a pinkish brown on it. Animal-like in a way. And the biggest thing you notice is where his legs should be, where his human legs should be, there are none. He has articulated joints and large rabbit feet are what are holding him up. Yes! Very cool. Amazing. Very cool. Amazing. I'm so happy. Well, I love him. And he turns to Ganbald and says, Well, my, my, it has been a time since we've had one of their kind here. I believe that would have predated your time, wouldn't it, if Mel? What do the records say? Truth be told, I'm having trouble remembering even when I came here. This spot of rest and relaxation has so changed me 
Your influence has so changed me that truly this is my home. I, I barely remember anything outside this glorious space. I need you to, for the love of God, I need you to please roll me. What's a kiss-ass check? Uh... <laughs> a kiss-ass check. Persuasion or performance? <laughs> give me persuasion. persuasion. Please yeah, give me yeah. persuasion. That's a 17. On a 17, you see uh, that the gamble does that, you know, sort of shuffle that, uh, you know, sort of birds do when they're preening shoulders kind of back and heads straight. And uh, he says, well, I'm, of course, happy that we can oblige. It has been uh, a pleasure to provide you in your curious circumstance with some respite. But it does seem that we have others. Please, 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 arise, arise, my friends. You come from the world of the living, do you not? It would appear so. I'm not entirely sure where or how, how or where. We are very confused, or at least I am. You say the world of the living. Does that mean we're in the world of not living? Unliving? I believe is pronounced dead, Juniper. Are we dead? Well, no. No, I thought I just said that. No, 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 you're not dead. Ra- rather, you're, 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 you're quite, you're, uh, you're not quite alive. Uh, you see, this is not what we would consider to be the place of the dead. The dead, when they die, simply cease to exist. This is the place of souls, my dear. This is the place of rejuvenation on the cycle of rebirth. You are in what you might use as, um... He snaps a couple of times. Mel, what was the term you said that the, that the, that the, that the, the, the human folk used? They called it, um, some sort of something post-life, post-lifus, after something, after party? Something like that. Par- I believe Parkatory? the word you're searching for is afterlife. Afterlife, that's it, yes, exactly. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Wonderful, yes. So you're you're in the afterlife, the place in which you uh your your soul would uh, would find rest before it is shuffled about in its next journey, shall we say? So is is reincarnation uh normal for every soul? Why yes. I am learning more about the afterlife than I thought I would. Except yours. That is a lizard, is it not? Excuse. Uh, is he look? Is he pointing to Sphinx? He's like hovering over Sphinx. He has walked up to you all now, and it's just like the closer he gets, the more you realize how fucking uncomfortably tall this man is. Um, and he's just like kind of looking down at Sphinx in this almost like I mean, you know what a crane looks like when it's about to eat a fucking lizard, right? Like that is what <laughs> that is what this thing looks like right now. Sphinx is kind of like at, at that. <laughs> he's gonna kind of like just hide behind me and like cling onto my leg you know like how a child kind of like hides behind his parent like when it's nervous like oh. um uh yes uh i although i'm not entirely sure if he is a lizard um i it's very complicated actually do you know i only got him recently um and i'm not quite sure of the ins and outs he leans down and snaps his bill. I need you to roll me a deck saving throw for Sphinx. Holy shit. Oh, no. Sphinx, no. It's going to get eaten. But they eat your soul. I don't want him to eat Sphinx. Oh, no. 
He's got a 20, uh, a dirty 20. Uh, Spinks dodges out of the way of the beak <laughs> and like stumbles back into the door that is kind of immediately behind you. Oh, don't let him eat me. I'm not going to eat you. I'm, I'm simply concerned with giving you the proper reception. You are a lizard after all. Mel, we have been most unkind to our most important guests. Please, 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 please address them. Make them comfortable. Clear all of my appointments for the next hour. We will have a conference. It will be delightful. Important guests. Oh, oh, and have the smoke spirit, pro- uh, uh, have the smoke spirit procure necessary. Uh, the, 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 our, our lizard friend must be made comfortable here. Have him uh, find a palanquin and uh, uh, perhaps, do you like grapes, young man? Uh, 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 y- yes. Grapes, he shall have grapes. Wonderful, it is settled. Can, can I have chocolate too? Can lizards eat chocolate? This is eat chocolate. Uh, and he pulls out a book and like thumbs through it quickly. <laughs> Harissa is giving Spinks the biggest stink eye right now. She's yes, of like... course. Chocolate <laughs> at once. Mel, see to it that it is all arranged. I am going to go acquire the necessary books to ensure that I am well prepared for this conference. You handle them. I'll be back in oh, five, ten minutes, an hour. I'll, I'll be, it'll, it'll be fine. What, what, uh, uh... Your name is Mel. Please do call me Mel Manon. That is my full name. Mel Mel Manon. Let me write that down in my non notes. M E L M E N O N. Mel Manon. Mel Manon. My good sir Ganbald, shall I give them the preferential treatment? Of course, of course. A guardian lizard, after all. Sphinx is now like puffed his chest up and is like you know how like someone suddenly is given a load of importance (laughs) it's like yes I'm glad someone sees uh, Mr. Spinks uh, for what he is a lizard Mr. Spinks you'd better behave yourself or I swear to god I need to find out what is happening (laughs) (laughs) do you need to find out what's happening I've, I've got I've got questions I feel similarly. My mind does not feel so foggy, and there are several things that I think we must address sooner than later. Uh, 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 Melmanon? Is that how you pronounce your name? Yes, very good. Good, 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 sir. Uh, Why why don't I introduce myself as well as my companions? Uh, I'm Isaac Axe Drummer. This is my captain of arms, Sapphire Harissa. Uh, this is my uh, procurer of knowledge, uh, Juniper, and this is God. Pleasure. Uh, Mel, could I please get you to roll me a history check with advantage? I'm talking to a giant man rabbit? <laughs> a mabbit. A ma- <laughs> Isaac, do you still think you're hallucinating? God, you have the silky, sexy voice of a man that is going to give me a wonderful time on the town. That's not the God I know. Yes, I'm hallucinating. What do you think? <laughs> What's that history check? It was a 19. Oh, boy. On a 19, Mel. Oh, the name Isaac Axe Drummer is familiar. Ooh. 
Isaac Ackstrummer was run out of town. Is he that Isaac Ackstrummer? You have no idea. But what are the what's the what are the odds that there would be another one? The age is right. It it could be him. Melmanon stands up a little taller and his eyes brighten a bit and looking at each one of the party members squarely in their eyes in turn he says welcome gaily my good friend to your health i shall attend thank you i'm so on edge (laughs) it has the opposite effect (laughs) and well, Patrick, shall I let you describe what happened? I, I, I would turn it right back around to you. Uh, what does it look like when Mel casts spells? Barely visible. It's like a ripple in sound waves. Just a slight heat mirage in the air. You all feel an overwhelming sense of welcome. And I think that, uh, Harissa, that is like counter to your impulse, right? Like, there's an element of this where it's like your impulse is to be very skeptical and you definitely get the sense that like this person is performing something and that ordinarily for you means bad things. But there is just a twinkle in his eye, a, a little twitch in the nose that just puts you in a weird sense of ease. Mel, uh, you will get advantage on those charisma checks as needed. Dang it. Wonderful. As a player, I'm so suspicious, and I'm annoyed that Harissa can't be anymore. <laughs> Don't be fooled by that twinkly little nose. Yes. You know, Melmanon, you seem like somebody we can trust. What the hell is going on around here? I keep hearing afterlife. So what was the other thing before life? Are we, like, present life? What's going on? What, what, what's happening? Well, as Gambal did say, you are a bit of an anomaly here. Not quite what we would call a fully passed over. Not quite one foot still on the other side. Now, we have time to figure that out, but in the meantime, I am a proprietor of many different, a variety of ways to give you rest and relaxation here. Tell me, what, what ails you? How may I be of service to you? I am turning into a squirrel. That is what's ailing me right now. (laughs) And may I say, a mighty becoming squirrel you are. Uh, I appreciate that. (laughs) But sir, I'm a... (laughs) It's not normal for someone like me to have a, a tail and my ears are now directly on top of my head. From the next, uh, room you hear give them some tokens Mel oh hold on I'll be right in uh and he's like shuffling and there's like books dropping and so forth uh but as he yells that you know that he's referencing uh you have a collection of tokens uh in the office that are given out to sort of new arrivals. Um, they are usually measured against, you know, sort of that person's need for, you know, kind of rejuvenate, that soul's need for rejuvenation. Uh, but you have just like a big old cache of them and it, it's sort of at your discretion. 
And Melmanon turns to Ganval and says, Ordinarily, we would not be too liberal with how many of these we give out, but these are no ordinary customers, are they? Gamble stumbles back into the... Not at all! Not, not a bit. Uh, give, them, give them what you think is right. I'll be right with you. Well, upon my discretion then, I do see you are in need of some immediate rest and relaxation. So here is the double amount of what we usually give. All right. Uh, I am going to ask Guard uh, to please roll me, we'll say, 2d4. A six. All right. Uh, Mel hands you a stack of 12 ceramic tokens. Each of these are made of very similar substance to Guard and covered in a not dissimilar filigree. As I said, we may be of service to you here in helping figure out exactly what ticks inside you. Guard is going to take one of the coins and kind of just flip it through his really stubby gauntlet fingers for a second. You called me a guardian before. What is a guardian? Well, truthfully, I would look to you to help answer that question. It is only a term I have been given. I do not claim to be an expert. I do not claim to know what they choose to identify as. I certainly do. I'll be with you in a moment. (laughs) (laughs) What's he doing back there? He is fucking around with just like too many books. Like there's what he like takes one, looks at it, throws it over his shoulder. It like lands in a different open spot on the shelves. Uh, He is just like, like he's got like scrolls and like an abacus for some reason. Just all kinds of bullshit. (laughs) Uh, Melman, I just want to say, though I do like the change in two of my companions and their scaly and furry uh, backgrounds. Will these waters somehow reiterate them back to their more boring uh, (laughs) skin tones? Well, boring is a state of perception and opinion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We absolutely can see what can be done. But to be honest, I do implore you to accept the changes happening in your body. It is something that could potentially enrich your lives in a much more full way. I can speak from experience. I will tell you. Uh, sir. Oh, yes, please continue. Sir, I've, I've already gone through those changes once. I don't know. Oh, they were. Oh, don't even get me started, Melvin. <laughs> I know that I am not always the most perceptive of our little entourage, but I am inclined to trust this person. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with it. I do appreciate your trust. It means a great deal to me. It is what I try and cultivate in this place of rest and relaxation. Melmanon, are you dead? What a personal question. No, I I am joshing with you. Death is a relative term, as we have started to discuss here. The particulars of my situation are more complicated than most, but I am in a position to help understand your situation a little more than others might in this place. Are you a soul? We are all souls of one type or another, are we not? I assumed that I was not. 
God. You think, you feel, you have empathy, do you not? Not always. Well, that is a fault that afflicts us all at times. That is outstanding. Melbourne, if you just give me one moment, I'm going to talk with my crew real quick. Oh, yes, yeah. please, please. Yeah. This is a big transition. Mel, Mel! Come, come over here. We'll get things set up for them. Come, come along. Absolutely. You take all the time you need. Beckon me when you need me. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. He puts out his hand to shake, shake. Uh, uh Melmanon reaches out his hand and shakes. Yeah. Thank, thank you so much. We appreciate everything you've done. You've been so uh, accommodating and everything. We're just gonna walk over here real quick and and, and have a little little powwow discussion. Make sure my 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 squirrel, rabbit, dragon people are all doing our yes. Yes, of course. Please do do enjoy the food. It is top notch, if I may say so myself. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank, thank, thank. And as he walks away, I don't, don't fucking touch any of your food. Don't eat nothing. Don't talk to nobody. Don't. don't do Sphinx is just gobbling down grapes. Sphinx, what the? What did I just? Say? He slaps. <laughs> And it's about time I got treated the way I should be treated. I am sick of the way you treat me. I am a god here. That's right. Please sit down or I call the guard. Hey, god, you know what they're doing. Listen, listen. okay, you guys know how everything, well, 90% of the shit that comes out my mouth is complete bullshit. I don't know that. What do you mean? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> this is like deadpan silence. It's like, hmm. Oh, y'all thought I didn't know? Nice try. If anybody knows bullshit, I know bullshit. And this guy is bullshit. He sounds like what I should sound if I was just a little bit smarter. But moving on past that. As calming as his voice is, there is just a niggling thing in the back of my head that I just, I kind of agree with you. As soon as that thought starts to form, it is overwhelmed with a warm enthusiasm to want to believe him actually i will say about this time it starts to wear off okay and you would be aware that you have definitely had some type of charm spell cast on you (gasps) i knew it he he seems real nice and he they might be the only ones that could tell us what's going on I definitely would like to get more information out of them, yes. It's a good idea, June. You might also know where Sherwood is. Is the lizard all right? He seems <laughs> unwell. Oh, no, he's fine. He, he ate too fast. He's, oh, he's yeah. fine. He's, he's quite all right. And I'm, like, muzzling him. I'm like, shut up. Means that. If, if you all, whenever you're all ready, you may join us in conference. It sounds like you have many a question to which I'm certain I have many an answer. I'm going to put my arm on Isaac's shoulder for a second and say, try to relax a little bit. And then I'm going to go walk towards uh, uh, Gambald. All right. We're in a room with a god. Probably heard everything I was going to say. Well, <laughs> June will smack Isaac with her tail. <laughs> it was unsettling. <laughs> You were way too good at that to have it for so short of time. <laughs> you know, I'm like, <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing this stuff gone because I have a feeling like 
It's going to kind of throw off all the footwork I've worked so damn hard on. But at least I could do this. And she just keeps hitting him with her tail. Okay. I, also, I, like, as you're doing that, it so doesn't fluffy. actually feel like you've thrown off your footwork. In fact, if anything, it feels like a pretty solid counterbalance. I was going to say, uh, just as, like, people are filing into the conference room, I will kind of, like, pull Isaac back for a second and just say, um, normally I wouldn't be as paranoid as you, but this time I think we need to keep our eyes open. You and I. Yes, see? See, this is why you the captain. This is why you lead us. Lead us to victory. And he just... (laughs) You all make your way to a little seating area that is, you know, kind of a couple of couches that are backed by additional bookshelves. Uh, There's a little coffee table sort of in the round of these chairs. It is piled with texts of various kinds. There's like two or three scrolls that are sort of undone. There's a ledger or two that are open. Again, he's just got like an abacus sitting on the floor by his feet for some fucking reason. We are going to move into something that I don't think we've ever actually done on this show before because I'm a cagey motherfucker and don't give you guys answers ever. Uh, (laughs) We are moving, uh, we're going to move into a conversation that is straight up a lore dump. And I don't want you all to feel like it's like, I want you all to feel like it's that, right? Like, I want you to feel like we don't have to do every question as like a Q&A thing. I think that, uh, you know, kind of in character, I think that um, there are points where that's going to make more sense. There are points where it's going to make uh, more sense just to drop answers on you guys for the sake of, of time. So uh, I would like to go around. I think the most efficient way for us to do this is to just kind of go around and get everybody's questions yes. and start to start to give some answers. We'll go ahead and start with June. June's got a question and uh, then we'll start kind of going around Robin. Uh, so. June, go for it. So, how does it work? Like, how how does one end up here? Um, do do we have to die? Because I'm pretty sure I had a dream about this place. He lights up at that. This is this is the softball question. This is the one he has to answer for everyone who walks into this fucking office. Um, and I think I'm just going to give this to you straight, uh, no character bullshit here. Like the way that this works is that when a living creature of any kind dies, its soul is divested from its body. Its body is returned to the earth And its soul is granted an opportunity to one of two things. Rest or voluntarily repentance. The repentance is served as service here in the afterlife. And the rest is served as as being served, you know, kind of uh, of being waited upon. Uh, So those who are in need of rest are given ample opportunity to take baths, have massages, eat good food, read good literature, um, see plays, participate in exercise, whatever it is for them that is meaningful to recuperation. Those that want to atone for what they consider to have been their transgressions in the past are put to work. And you kind of immediately understand that the two people that you've met 
the three people that you've met properly so far fall, probably fall into that to some extent. Uh, definitely Reevesy, definitely the Smoke Spirit, and maybe Mel. You are not dead. You have wandered into one of the physical entrances to the afterlife, which is a real place. This is not a thing that is often done, and most people die in the process. It is very hard to find the entrance in to the afterlife. But many do, especially those who have passed on. And this is kind of the guide thing that we went over a little bit last time, which is like when lost souls wind up in the afterlife not having been shepherded by Demoiselle, uh, they are sort of scooped up by her legion of guides that exist out in the rest of the afterlife that go out and find wayward souls and help bring them to the hot springs. Souls that are here to rest, actually all of the souls that are here in the afterlife, are on their way back into the world. At some point when they are sufficiently rested or when they feel like they have repented sufficiently, they are reborn. Their rebirth, their next cycle of rebirth, very closely mirrors the form that they take in the afterlife. Which is why you see such a huge variety of creatures here. Does that answer your question? I, I believe it does. All right. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> June's going to be a squirrel. Carissa's going to be a dragon. And I'm just going to be me? Not not exactly. You see, um, th- things things are a little more complicated when you are not of, uh, uh, when you are not a soul unbounded from a body. Uh, sheer force of will, or in some cases, just blind ignorance can prevent any sort of uh, <laughs> spiritual transformation uh, and <laughs> can hamper it to some degree. I see. In my thousands, dozens, millions, many years of, of, of overseeing the hot springs, I have seen very few of the living enter this realm. Of those... Most do transform in their entirety, uh, certainly by the end of their stay, which is a kind of death after a time. They don't leave, so it is inevitable. But your effect on entry may vary wildly. Wait, so we can't leave? Oh, no. Um, uh, what? Ah. <coughs> mm. uh- I beg your pardon, we, we, sir. We need. We actually need to leave. Uh, we can't actually stay. Oh. Well, that I'm does pose a bit of a problem. Um, yes, if that's trouble um, for you. Um. Well, it's 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 not like a rules thing. It's just kind of a physics thing. There isn't really an exit that anyone has ever been able to find. Uh, you're sort of. You have to sort of be reborn into a new body to get out of here. It's it's kind of how it works. But can we not walk out the way we came, yeah, came we, in? Oh my, no. We already have bodies. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of attached to mine. If you oh, I'm, I'm not asking you to give up your bodies. You'll keep them until they wear out, and then you'll be here a little bit more formally, and then eventually you'll be reborn. Uh, there's a due process to this, uh, but no, you can't go back the way you came, unfortunately. I'm sorry. I would have uh, thought that your guide would have mentioned something to that effect. Who was your guide, by the way? Oh, you mean Reevesy? Reevesy's my new friend. 
Ah, yes, Reevesy. Well, he does his best. Mel, please put down one demerit for Reevesy. I'll have to have a word with oh, you. No. Oh, no. Oh, I don't. Demerit. Oh, don't no. worry. The demerits don't mean anything in the long run. It just is a reminder for me to have a conversation. I get so scatterbrained. You know how it is keeping all of this up here. Uh, he, he was uh, not worth um, that. Uh, he, was, he was fine. Uh, he, he's, he's very preoccupied with looking for someone at the moment. So I think that was on his mind. Ah, he was not supposed to find you then. Oh, no. That is reasonable. I wish him all of the success. Still, Mel won the merit. Damn it. <laughs> I have noted it, sir. I'm sorry, Reepsy. Thank you very much. Uh, but yes, uh, to, to the point of you all not being able to leave, um, I'm afraid that there's only one being that has ever been able to traverse in and out of the afterlife at will, and she's... um Your partner? indisposed at the moment uh yes my my lovely wife i'm afraid she is unavailable uh, she's not here no she's going bad shit crazy i'm sorry sir you forget yourself he he did not mean that he did not mean and she hits him with the tail again oh, shush hmm Malmanon is going to lean over to Gambald and say, If I may, sir, this can be a tough transition for many souls. I would grant them a modicum of room for error at a, at a tough time like this. I am sure in time they will learn. Uh, Mel, if you would please go ahead and roll me a persuasion check with advantage. Uh, you all should pray that this goes well for you because there's a big piece of God information it, on the Isaac. other side of it. I hope it goes badly. <laughs> Terrible. Keep all your secret. I like ignorance. Uh, 18. Okay. Yeah. Uh, DC good. 17 on this one. So, uh, Gambold kind of... Oh, uh, right as always, Mel. Thank you very much for, for providing me with your useful perspective. I don't know what I ever did without you. My friends, please um, forgive my outburst. I... I my dear, you see, my dear wife is in mourning. She has not been herself for some time. I'm sorry to hear that. Was it somebody close to her? Yes, it, um... Was it Luna? 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 No, I... I, I, I the last time I heard... I, Luna was fine doing doing their job without any issue. Uh, uh, they sort of handle the, the 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 physical side of the world, so we don't communicate very often. I usually only get you know sort of that that information from Demoiselle. So it has been a while. Um, no, my my friends, a guardian and a lizard. Yes, it was our our brood. We lost. Our children. Oh. I'm very sorry, Gambold. I appreciate that. Thank you. And th this was something that um, was much harder on her than it was on, on me. I, I see so much in the way of death that I think I, I've become a little used to it. She, on the other hand, has not yet recovered. But we pray for her... Safe return to us in due course. 
But in the meantime, she is the only one that knows the way out. I'm afraid you are all stuck here. Un until she returns? She is an elder god. It is unlikely that she will process her grief in a timescale suitable to your mortal coil. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, but I digress from such heavy subjects, my friends. We are amongst honored guests. Please, we are in conference. Pepper me with your questions. You keep on saying the lizard, and you're obviously treating Mr. Spinks quite highly. I, maybe you could explain what he is? You don't know. She shrugs. Your ancestors must have informed you. They must have been lizards as well. Well, uh, all of my ancestors, as far as I'm aware, looked like me. Yes. And they, well, minus the scales on the face, this is quite a new addition. Um, but none of them had a Mr. Spinks. Apparently my grandmother used to have a larger version, a Komodo dragon. Yes, of course. But she said she lost it, and I never saw it. Oh my, that is most unfortunate. Huh. I'll have to make a note of that, and he scribbles down uh, a couple of notes to remind himself to look into it, and he, he sort of looks back up at you and says, Well, um, I suppose it does fall to me to explain it to you. I can't imagine why your grandmother would not have informed you. Your guess is as good as mine, I suppose. You are familiar with the geckos, yes? Uh, they recently, yes. Wonderful. You understand that they are the minor deities that protect individual trees, yes? Uh, apparently so, yes. Yes, wonderful. There are larger deities that sort of occupy larger territory than... The geckos, they are cladistically similar. They are the lizards. The lizards are responsible for protecting the wild places of the world. They are gods. Small ones. Are you saying that Mr. Spinks is... I'm a god? Are you saying I'm a god? Well, no. I'm saying that the two of you together <laughs> are a sort of god. I'm... I'm a god. But, not without Mr. Spinks. We, okay, a, a collective I. We. Is that how you pluralize that? I don't. I I've don't heard of the singular we, but not the plural I. Please, please forgive me. I'm in a state of shock. Um, How? So all of my family? I, I don't. Yes, they would have been lizards as well. So how, why am I the only one in the last three generations that has had one? As I believe we've just covered, it is possible for gods to die. But, uh, so how can one half of it still exist? You are mortal as well. I want to make sure that you all are understanding because I want to pull, I want to pull out of some preconceived notions of God maybe a little bit here because I'm trying to drive kind of a difference home between the elder gods, which are 
what you would consider to be gods, right? The elder god of passing over into the afterlife is obviously Demoiselle. Very large domains of power and responsibility. That goes all the way down to the geckos, which are just, they're little quirky, impish forest spirits, right? Like they are gods in the way that god is sort of a generalized term here. Mm. And so what Ganbald is effectively telling you is that you and Sphinx together are one supernatural entity that is that holds power and responsibility over protecting a part of the wild world. And that that is something that is hereditary for you. So would each individual family member have a different area of protection? Or is it the family as a whole, like the bloodline that protects a particular place? Um, I think that that mechanism of organization is is it has historically been a little bit more down to the individuals, right? Like there's a there's a measure of agency over this kind of thing where like close family units may have collaborated to take it in turn to protect areas versus you know sort of more disparate protectors of these wild places might have been a little bit more spread out. It the fact that you are a mortal human person means that you have agency over what you do with these powers. Mm-hmm. The 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 sort of primal or divine magic that is instilled into you is a manifestation of the world that is fuzzier than that, right? Like it's generally an area, but it's not like everybody gets a hector, right? Like right. that it's not quite that specific. But where did Sphinx come from? Why did I get one and no one else did? And why has no one had one for ages? Where is your family from? Mel, give me a map of, um, you said you were from, uh, you're, you're from near the Western Wheels, yes? Ostilla, give me a map of Ostilla, please. One moment, please. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. Ah, here you are, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, but please, uh, Harissa, was it? Please point point out where your family is historically from. We've traveled quite a lot, but I believe we. Uh, I point kind of vaguely into sort of was it the northern deserts? We said the northern deserts. Yeah, kind of originate from that area, but we've moved around. Oh, a lot since. that's curious. A place of low habitability. Um, that is. Unusual. Ordinarily, when a lizard is found dead, it is simply because their area of protection has been destroyed. But it is rather hard to destroy a desert. Perhaps perhaps your people came from elsewhere. Perhaps. Maybe further back. It is possible. Uh, but why why Sphinx now? Uh, presumably the Western Wields. It has been hundreds of years since we've had a lizard in these parts. Other than the geckos, of course. Huh. Thank you. I'm happy to oblige. Uh, one more question, if I may. When a lizard dies, does it come here? Yes. So... Would you have seen my grandmother come through here? Why, yes. I don't know who she is. I don't know much about your family off the top of my head, but I certainly would have met her. She would have come through. She would have done her necessary check-in and and moved on and been reborn somewhere out in the world. How long does does the recycling take? Oh, that depends entirely on the individual and how much rest they feel they need. Uh... 
I will say, I've never seen a lizard stay more than a night or two. They are usually very enthusiastic to get back to work. Oh. No, thank you. No, yeah, but of course. <sighs> I'm done. A <laughs> <laughs> lot happening all at once. More drop, more drop, more drop. Uh, all right. Uh, Isaac, do you have any more questions before we move on to God? Um, I think Isaac would ask two questions. Um, you said Grimbald? Ganbald. Ganbald, I'm so sorry. Ganbald, the learner named, for, uh, named by one of our illustrious uh, patrons, Jonas Wisser. Thank you very much, Jonas you. Wisser. Uh, sir Gamble, uh, what are your thoughts on, has there ever been a, a, a living life force that's taken their time and getting here, or refuses? Refuses to get here? Oh, you're talking about mortals who refuse to die, yes? Yes. Oh, curious. You know... It's not the most common of occurrences, but it does happen. Um, there's been... One of these... And he starts kind of ruffling through his shawl, and he, like, wrenches it around to the back, and there's one long one. One long kind of string, you know, kind of little bit of yarn that has a knot in it, and it just goes on for longer than the rest of them. And you start to realize that the knots are actually relatively evenly spaced. The strings are various lengths. Some strings only have one knot, some have hundreds. Uh, but this one has just a few, and then the string goes on for a lot longer. Uh, and he, he pulls this up. Yes, this is the one. This is the one. Has that individual been causing y'all any uh, issues? I can't say that they have. I, you know, it's interesting. The name doesn't seem to be legible. I, I think I think I know who that such an individual would be, and I think that's one of the main reasons why Porky and y'all sent us on on this. Mini quest of sorts. Porky? Porky's still alive? Wonderful. I haven't seen him in eons. You know Carl. What? Carl? <laughs> Porky? Carl? Yep. Oh he, his name's Porky, but he likes he changed change his name. He likes being called Carl uh, nowadays. Wonderful. So I'll make sure to call him Carl when I get the opportunity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fantastic. I have made a I, note of it, sir. I appreciate that. Yes, thank you. Yes, Carl. Yes, wonderful. Um, yes, he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a bit of an old friend. He um he passed through here on his way into work. Uh oh, that must have been about four thousand years ago. Oh, just just a couple minutes ago, basically. Well, uh, you know how it goes. Hours, millennia. No, not at all. Absolutely not. I have no. <laughs> we have completely separate concepts of time. Isaac X Drummer. Yes. Uh, yes, sir. Uh. Interesting you should say that. And he flips his, he kind of ruffles through his shawl again. Uh, and he lifts up your string. There is one knot. I suppose you don't know, do you? You're relatively new at this, aren't you? What? Uh, you're speaking in riddles. I don't... Oh, I'm sorry. I should explain this old thing. Well, um, yes, yes. These uh, these strings represent 
uh, souls. It's a, it's a way of keeping uh, track and keeping it sort of close to me. It's, it's very important that I keep tabs on everything, you see. Uh, and uh, each each string represents a soul, a life, and um, each, each, each knot represents sort of a reincarnation, you, you see. Uh, and uh, yours is... You're, you're very new at this, my friend. That's my soul. Yes. And I've only died, wait, once or something? No. No, I've never died. You're on your first go-around, my guy. Ah, oh, that explains so much. Do you have all of ours? I do indeed. Well, let's show them off. I want to see my. I'm interested. Uh, and he starts shuffling around again. Uh, so he has one for June. June, you have three. Uh, he has one for Mel. Mel, are you curious? You know, for old time's sake, I would love to have a look at mastering too. <laughs> I need perception checks from everyone but Mel. Mel, you have uh, about a dozen. I got a net 20. Nice. June, you immediately clock uh, that Mel's is not knotted off at the end like many of them are. It's, it's sort of continuing at the end like all of the rest of yours. No one else notices this. Uh, Harissa, yours actually takes unwinding. What? He has to like untangle <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. He, he's sort of shuffling through. The lizards always, I mean, do you live hard, die young? You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> hard and fast, baby. <laughs> Harissa, uh, he spends the time to count. It's 127. 120. This is my 127th. No wonder I feel so tired. <laughs> <laughs> Saul needs to take a rest, rest day. What, out of interest, what is the longest? What is the most some, a soul has, has done? Oh, Lord. I mean, I don't believe I have time to count just now. Mel, why don't you, why don't you, why don't you look it up in the, in the ledger there? Well, I shall. Uh, I, I do have a couple uh, particular fascinating entries uh, of, of interest that, that I found. Maybe not the longest, but I remember there, there was, there was one, one fellow who came through. Do you remember he was... Uh, he was, he was looking rather fish-like last time we saw him. Uh, I, I believe it was his uh, 3,242nd time through. Oh, dang. And uh, this oh. was the first time out of all of those times he had been a fish. Can you believe that? Unbelievable. Honestly, I feel like so many people get fish like four or five times in a row. Absolutely. It's his the... first time, what There's are There's so many fish out there. So <laughs> many fish in the sea. <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> Uh, would guard have a rope? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Why not? Well, why, why would he? You, you said he was a living being, so... Gu guardians can't die. Oh. Oh. Oh, snap. You see, reincarnation requires a body. It, it requires rebirth. It requires being part of the natural world. Guardians are not, are not, they certainly possess souls, but it would just be one long string. What's the point of counting? What if their body wears out? They find a new one, presumably. Like a hermit crab? I've never thought of it that way. <laughs> Fascinating! <laughs> just a bigger shell. <laughs> God is a hermit crab. What is a hermit crab? <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, if you're a hermit crab, then how did the Empressar give you a new shell? Yeah, where did the soul come from? Where did the new souls come from? Where did Isaac's soul come from, if this is his first time? Obviously some special, magical, amazing place of amazing awesomeness. Creation changes all of the time. New things are born into the world, and as we've just discussed, places are destroyed. A forest is wiped out of existence, and with it, many of its souls. A star is born, a new system is created, and there are new souls to be accounted for. Fortunately, I don't need to account for them. I try to stick to the Western Wheels. It's quite enough work for me, thank you. But Isaac simply was filling a, a body to be born. The soul was filling a need. What, what about our friend here, Melmanar? Uh, what, where, how, who? How, how long have you been here, Mr. Melmanand? How long have I been here? Well, as I said, time does become a little funny down here. But, well, now, now that you mention it, I don't think it could have been more than a year. What, what do you think, Ambald? Mm, a year? I think, well... Six months, maybe. That seems entirely reasonable. Has it been? When did I last have breakfast, Melmanon? Oh. Well, that must have been before my time, because truth be told, I have not served it to you. Hmm. <laughs> then I have absolutely no idea how long you've been here. I think six months sits about right, but... That feels reasonable. Six months a year. It, it, it is a strange place down here. We, we have met some folks come down here who... They speak of events that I know of, and some speak of events that I do not know of, and our times do not match up, so it is rather confusing. Yes, it's, 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 it's a bit of a byproduct of things taking as long as the soul needs it to take. Time sort of adapts to the needs of our denizens. Indeed. So you remember your live-in life? Yes, most of it. Uh, where did you come from, if I, if I may ask? Well, well, I did come from a place that, well, may, maybe you've heard of it. Uh, I don't know how long it's been since you all left the world, but I did come from a place called Agravar. Shut your mouth. You from Agrabah? <laughs> well, yes, have you heard of it? Uh, oh, yeah, that, 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 that's my stomping ground. You know, I, I know a little really bit about Really now? Agrabah. Yes. I am going to need Mel to give me a deception check uh, for feigning surprise at oh. Isaac being from Agrabah. Oh! Ooh, I have, Isaac actually is proficient in insight. Could he... Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll little, for me. Do a little rolly roll? Yeah. You have to beat a seven. I did get a 15. <laughs> Fantastic. Seems seems pretty crazy. What a what a fucking coincidence. What a small Isaac, world. What a great what a small world. <laughs> small small afterlife. <laughs> Let me tell you something, my man. That is what they say. It is a small afterlife. Yeah, and you've only been here a year, so I'm I'm assuming you know everything that's going on up there. Oh uh, well, I I couldn't say what what has been going on up there. Enlighten me, please. Oh, it's a civil war. You, the Agravar is trying to take independence from the Empressar, basically. 
go on on their own, make their own land, country, and whatnot. Well, now that is quite a development. Melissa sus. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just. I'm just... <laughs> can can I, you I tell just... me? Has there been an outcome? Well, nothing so far. I mean, uh, a couple of Agravarians uh, took their time to try and show up to our little small town and, and, and show us what for, but we showed them uh, a foot in their ass, and uh, now we we ended up chasing one of your little little uh, paladins down here, and that's why we're here. We're trying to find them as well as a couple of our friends, but um, yeah, Agravar's all types of fucked up now. You're, you're looking for someone down here. Well, Reevesy is looking for someone. He's missing his boots. We are looking for someone as well. Yes, yes. Good friend of ours. Uh, Minehead boys? Sherwood of Minehead. Hey, hey, uh, say again. Sherwood. Sherwood, Sherwood. Have we seen a Sherwood come through here? I don't believe we have. If you don't have his string, then... Well, he... He has, a, he has a string. You said Sherwood, Minehead, yeah? Yes. He pulls out a string, and it is not knotted at the end. Oh, it, it seems he would still be alive. He may or may not be here. I haven't seen him. Uh, we have it under good authority that your wife, Demoiselle, has been taking people and not bringing them here, it seems. Oh. Oh, my. Ganbald sort of looks at you and he's got this very concerned look on his face. I mean, you've just told him that his wife is ostensibly abducting people. And he sort of shakes his head and he says, um, well, um, that is a most concerning accusation. Uh, if you believe it to be true, I can investigate and see if there's anything to substantiate it. But I don't believe that she would do anything quite so out of character. I, be, I know she's bereft, but... Grief makes people do very strange things. Uh, I wouldn't have believed it myself if I had not... Well, the geckos corroborated. I see. There have been some creatures winding up here before their time. I. I'd thought it may be a fluke. But with your arrival, I think it might be a bit of a pattern. That is most unfortunate. Would you do me a kindness, my new friends? Of course. What, what, what is that? In your time here, please do not speak too freely about this incident. It would be unseemly for the goddess of this place to appear so frazzled, I think is a good word. Might I have your words of honor? Well, of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. Certainly. Wonderful. Now, on to uh, happier things. Once again, I think uh, there, there, there's still one of our company that has not had an opportunity to participate in conference. Guard, you said your name was? It's what I am called. A curious distinction, but a fair one. I have a few questions I would like to ask you. I also have a few pieces of information that I would like to share with you. Oh my! 
Well, that would be an equitable trade on my behalf indeed. I do like pieces of information. Then let me be the first to share. Your wife, Demoiselle, is not the only elder god to be acting unusually. It is something afflicting all of them. Indeed. Separately from that, some of the other spirits that we have encountered have a lot of feelings about how this situation should be dealt with, and I feel it best to share what those are. Your old friend Porky. Yes? Well, he believes that we, and I'm going to gesture to the party, have it within our capability to help the Elder Gods reclaim their minds. There is another entity, I do not know its name, but it looks like roots and vines made of pulp and blood. It's a blood tree. A blood tree? It consumes the dead. Mel, look up blood tree. See, it consumes the dead? Yes. Never mind, Mel, don't look up the blood tree. I... It's too late. I my, my search is already inundated with grotesque images. Well, <laughs> <That's probably. laughs> oh, well you might want to clear that browser. It had lots of voices. And its heart beats with that of the earth. I... I'm sorry, this is, this is disturbing news to me. Uh, you had mentioned Luna before. Disposing of the bodies and returning them to the soil was their responsibility. I do not know who this interloping tree is, but... Blood tree? I told you that tree was shifty. This tree communicated with us. And it believes that we should slay the Elder Gods. And you believe that it spoke to you in many voices? This seems to be Luna, but it does not appear as Luna. Slay the Elder Gods? Yes. I mean, that is certainly a way to silence the problem, I suppose. The Geckos... They informed us that Luna is, in fact, missing. They do not know where she is. Quite. He stands. I... I'm sorry, my friends. I, I, I will... I owe you an answer in return to the information you've provided me. I would be more than happy to give you this, but uh, this does come as a shock to me, and it still is a bit of an, a sense of urgency. I must investigate. Now? As soon as possible. Um, would it be possible to, 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 uh, please, I, I interrupt, uh, and he seems very scattered. He is just like, his, you can kind of see the, the mind working in a million directions simultaneously, and he sort of tries to draw himself back in. I'm gonna step towards him yeah and i'm going to put my hand on his back yeah and i'm just gonna do a little circle rub oh, just rubbing his back and i'm going okay. to say 
We are not here, serendipitously. We will help. Uh, guard, I would please like you to roll me a, a spell attack, if you don't mind. <laughs> what? Sure. Uh, what's my spell say? So it's going to be it's wisdom plus attack. prof. Oh, damn. You cost in a spell. Okay, so I'm just going to do the math. Uh, it is natural 20. Ooh, oh, shit. Fucking brilliant. Yes. Natural 20. You all see guard begin to glow. Just this gentle lavender through the filigree that wraps from his chest out to his arms and down into his fingertips. And that light thrums against Ganbald's robes. And guard, you cast calm emotions. Ganbald sighs. I'm sorry, I've been most rude. This is most disconcerting news. I'm afraid it will require my undivided attention at its earliest possibility. However, I am clearly in the presence of one who deserves my undivided attention immediately. Please, my friend, ask your questions. When you've spoken of me, as well as when several animals have, you called me a guardian. I have no memory of this title. What does it mean? The guardian. They are sort of... He shifts back and forth. I don't believe I've ever had to put this into words before. Curious. Guardians are... You understand that a tree has a god, yes? That that living creature has something that watches over it, that protects it, that acts as its spirit outside of itself, and these are the geckos, yes? Yes. That places beyond forests may have gods as well, that ideas... When large enough and powerful enough may develop gods in and of themselves. This is a familiar idea to you, yes? It is. Guardians are as if a place unto themselves. They are small gods that serve their own ideas. Spirits that have a responsibility to what they deem to be the most important thing in service to the very reason for their existence. What could change that? Change? When I am here, I feel I have a freedom to ask that sort of question. Of course you have a freedom to ask that sort of question. But I do not when I return to rally. When I am in, and I gesture to the people, their town, I have a singular goal, 
and I know it with the same certainty that I know this, and I bang on my chest. And it is not a goal that feels natural. That is certainly contrary to my understanding of guardians, my friend. My understanding of guardians is that while they have a tendency to be rather singularly minded, don't you know, they are indeed the very metaphysical embodiment of free will. Perhaps some kind of curse has been laid upon you? Would you happen to know how to break such a thing? Souls do not usually wind up cursed in our realm. They tend to slough off those coils that hang on to such... Bad vibes! It is not exactly my area of expertise, but as you can see, I have considerable resources at my disposal. A small research staff, perhaps we could look into it. That would help. I do not want to hurt my friends. You oughtn't be responsible for anything that you don't consider to be proper, my friend. To see the world otherwise is to go against a force of nature itself. There are some feelings that are the same, whether here or there. But many of them are different. I must admit I am quite drawn to death wherever I go. Death is a place of rest. Thank you. Of course, my friend. I have one more question. I, I, it is not so much for me, but I, I do find it. I think it will be pertinent to helping you. He nods. If it is not too rude to ask, what is it that could slay the child of an elder god? He swallows hard, and his shoulders slump back, and you all hear a clamor from outside of his window down in the village below. And he looks over his shoulder, and then he looks up at a huge, ornate clock with very strange symbols that none of you all know how to read that's above the door that you kind of came in underneath, covered in filigree. They have the most narratively immaculate timing. Starvation. My friend. Now, please. Mel, I have much to do. Uh, would you escort our esteemed guests for the moment? Allow them to watch the parade. Oh, yes, yes. That is a must in their first time here. And he stands, bows deeply to excuse himself. Before he walks away, I am going to grab him by the wrist as he turns. You do not need to carry the burden of these feelings alone. Hot damn. Uh, 
God being the most empathetic person on this group now. It's fucking, <laughs> it's fucking, it's fucking me up, man. Um, Don't worry, when we get back to rally, I'll be a robot again. Uh, can you make me? Do you have? Do you have a proficiency in persuasion or insight? No, intimidation is the only charisma-related thing I have proficiency in. <laughs> Maybe not. You know what? You know what? That'll that'll actually that was a forceful thing here. Uh, I'll go ahead and let that that wash. Uh, go ahead and give me a, a uh, an intimidation check with your wisdom modifier, please. Oh, okay. A friendly intimidation. Friendly intimidation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not good. Um, that's a nine. Okay, I don't think you get any response. I think he just nods and walks away. Uh the oh. five of you. God, I gotta get used to that. The five of you. Yeah are standing in the crowd outside of the entrance to the main tower of the hot springs. Uh, you are sort of in, you know, kind of in a crowd of, uh, you know, frogs and dogs and smoke and, and elves and all manner of creatures that are sort of standing off to either side of a uh, bridge. The bridge that sort of goes over the main artery of the of the springs and kind of into the main tower, uh, and you see that these crowds stretch along this road, going off into the village. You can't see where they begin, uh, and everyone is like, you know, kind of they're, they're they're chatting, and you know, kind of there's an excitement, there's a little bit of electricity, there's hopefulness sort of present, uh, you know, sort of in this crowd. You can't really make out too much of the specific conversations, but something is happening. Uh, and it seems like a kind of parade. You all hear music begin to waft up from sort of the foot of the hill. And just a little speck at first, little paper hat, and then another. You see two of the geckos in their practically humanoid form, standing three feet tall, holding on to poles as if pallbearers, carrying a platform that comes into focus. And on that platform, a cushion. And on that cushion, a small pyramid of four elderwood berries dwarfed by the size of this cushion and you can kind of see that people are hushing in reverence as they pass and there is an element of disappointment left in their wake uh Melmanon, are the elderberries really important here? I can safely say that they are. That is a very pertinent question. They mean many things to many people. And truth be told, I am still learning the importance of them to some people more than others. But this is a communal time to come together in hope of something greater. And as Melmanon's talking, there's maybe a little tray of food being brought by or something. Uh, and uh, Melmanon reaches out and grabs a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. 
This is a time when we can communally celebrate something. Whether or not the parade is successful in its pursuit, we get to share in communion together. Uh, Mel, could I please have you uh, roll me a... Oh, goodness. Uh, what's better for you, investigation or history? History. Go ahead and roll me a history check, please. 17. A 17? God, Mel's just killing Those it on these rolls today. so yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> Out of the gate, strong. Uh, Mel... On a 17, uh, you manage to get gambled in sort of an emotionally vulnerable moment at one point. Um, these elderwood berries uh, are the food, right? They feed, he, it, is, it is what he eats, it is what Demoiselle eats, it is what his children would have eaten. And... Uh, it is up to you as to whether or not you share that with the rest of the party. Uh, but for the rest of the party, I do also want to uh, revisit that, like, in this place, elderwood berries, which are the size of juniper berries in the world of the living, are the size of grapefruits, right? Like, they are, you know, kind of proportionally scaled up the way that the geckos seem to be as well. But we have, we have the concept that these are the same elderberries that Porky told us about as well as, yeah. Oh, it's extremely clear that they are sort of the, the, like, they look exactly like the picture that he drew. They look like what you've seen kind of in the forest. Yeah. Isaac legit sits down <laughs> in the middle of this parade. They start to approach you. Again, these geckos just heads bowed, kind of somberly looking at their feet. You know, webbed feet, just like parading this palanquin of elderwood berries into the tower. DM. Yes? Uh, I would like to try to whoever's closest to us, like the group of yeah. beings closest to us, I would yeah. like to try to like eavesdrop on, like focus on what they're saying. Is that possible? Yeah. A fucking course. Um, why don't you give me uh, the better of an insight or a perception check, and I am going to say uh, that you have advantage on this roll. Uh, 22. Nice. June, you, your ears twitch and perk up, thinking, what does this mean? And without even looking, boom. Boom two wireframes. One sort of bore man, kind of big, hunched, a little shorter than Porky, and uh, another mouse folk person, much smaller than him, kind of looking up. You get the wireframes as if you had been in combat with them. And you overhear what they're saying. You overhear that's not going to bode well for us, huh? Oh, man. That's a worse haul than last week, huh? Oh, she's not going to do well. That's... Yeah, I mean, we probably... How's your insurance? I know that shop cost you, like, everything you had. You should maybe get it updated. I will allow you to ask me one question about the inner context of this conversation. 
the bond between these two. Who is she they're referring to? Without any shadow of a doubt, you see the line, the beam that their words had been traveling back and forth on in between these two wireframes twist itself into a canopy, into a bird, into the silhouette of Demoiselle, and then vanish. Fuck. June's gonna lean over to Harissa and whisper, I have a feeling like we're gonna be in big trouble if they find out exactly where we're from and what we were doing. I think Harissa will um, nod and just I think we need to be careful while we're here. They're trying to make us very comfortable. I worry it's we might slip. Maybe forget ourselves and be here for a very long time before we know it. This is all the more reason for us to be careful. I agree. I have a question for the two of you. Mm-mm. Are you trying to hide this conversation from Mel, who's standing very closely? I was just going to ask, am I hearing this? Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. Hi, Mel. Can I get stealth? <laughs> Can I get a stealth check uh, versus a perception check? It's only only an eight. Uh, I got a nine. Okay, well, there it is. The vast majority of the conversation was sort of... Drowned out by Mel's crunching. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mel, I will say that you noticed them having sort of a quiet conversation. That's, that's just good foley. Um, they must be talking over there. <laughs> Not being subtle at all. Hello, you wonderful listeners, and welcome to the mid-roll. I've got some exciting stuff to talk to you about today. First of all, you know it, you love it, the Patreon is chugging along. We really appreciate everyone that's decided to support the channel so far. And if you are interested in getting to name a character like Reevesy Hopperswallow or Gambald, then you could think about joining the Patreon to do just that. You could also join the Patreon to create magic items that the players, including me, you know, because I'm one of the players. I'm Cinder, by the way. Did I say that? Y'all know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. If you're interested in crafting magic items that the players could get access to or naming NPCs or getting behind the scenes access, full recordings, the raw footage, the the bloopers in action, that sort of thing, check out the Patreon. It's a wonderful place to be, and it's a great way to support the show. Speaking of great places to be, and one of them is a wonderful other podcast that Emily Graymore, our dear Emily Graymore, is a part of called Delightful Dungeon Diving. This is a podcast all about voiceover acting. It has chats. It has skits. It has all sorts of stuff. And it is out there wherever podcasts are made. Another thing to check out is our dear Craig participates in a live D&D game every Friday night, 6.30 Pacific Standard Time on Twitch with Magi RPG. Magi RPG? I never know how to pronounce it. But you can find it at twitch.tv slash M-A-G-I-R-P-G. 
And I have one very, very, very special announcement to make today, which is that on Thursday, December 1st, right around the corner, is my birthday. Your boy Cinder's growing up. And so I may be the person that has to record the mid-roll, but I may also be the person that gets to promote my own birthday. Anyway, I think I'm going to be streaming on Wednesday and or Thursday night on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash cinderblocksally. So if you want to wish me some birthday wishes or uh, send me a cake, you know, feel free. Mid-roll over. So y'all are in the afterlife. And you have just had, you know, kind of a a huge slug of questions answered. You have some context. You probably have more questions. You're not sure how you're going to get out of here. You have Mel as a guide, ostensibly. You have the hot springs sort of central area, this building complex that is the size of Raleigh, and the village that sprawls out around its base. Uh, You have what seem to be double the average number of tokens, which, uh, you know, Ganbald has explained are what you use to sort of redeem for spa treatments and goods and services and entertainment. It, it's a, it's effectively a way for them to sort of keep track of, you know, kind of who is doing what and actually who is performing what service. It's like a way of keeping track of the, the sort of uh, penance system. So how many did we get? Sorry. You have 12. I know Guard got some special ones. Guard got all 12. So Guard has all 12 currently. Oh, I see. It's 12 amongst the, the lot of us. Okay. Would everybody like three tokens? Yes, please. Yes, please. Melmanon, uh, I would be interested in this, uh, this bathhouse that, that y'all keep ranting and raving about. Is there anything similar to the ones in Agrivar? Well, maybe not quite as similar as you may be thinking, but I can assure you we have a wide variety of services. Would would you like to take a tour? Well, of course, if you if you yes. Uh, and what any, anybody else would notice, probably not Melmanon, but all of his companions. Um, Isaac's for the first time, his shoulders are just he's slouching. Oh boy. He's putting on a face in, in front of um, the guests, but for anybody else, it's really easy to see that Isaac is uh, not in the best sort. But uh, lead the way, please. Yes, would you all like to come on the tour? I would. I want to know where I can get a facial. I think we should go to a spa. Harissa, I think you need a facial. We have a beautiful scale peeling session. Oh, that sounds great. Harissa, I mean, Safra, your, uh, your-, your face. It's got Appeals? scales on it. The peel is good. It's good. I've shed once. I recommend. <laughs> Do you know much about the um, the mushroom people? The mushroom people? Yes, we, we ran into a couple and they were beating up Reevesy quite badly. Now this Reevesy fella, who, who, who is he you keep speaking of? Uh, he apparently works uh, for Gambold. Uh, he... he he brings people, uh, he has to find people who may have gotten lost, then he brings them to the city? Yes. Yes, I, I do recall hearing about him. And he's looking for someone right now, you say? Yes, uh, I think it's something to, I, well, we hope it is tied to the person we are looking for, too. 
Sherwood was the name, correct? Mm-hmm. You're looking for Sherwood, but, but Reeves is looking for someone else. An Agravarian soldier. Uh, you guys are having this conversation, and, you know, kind of as, as, as Melmanon sort of walks around and is demonstrating, like, the reading room and the, this, you know, the Reiki and, and, you know, kind of all of these relaxation modalities. Um, and uh, you, you just kind of walk by, and uh, Reeves is just like, slightly to your right and just like without not acknowledging you he's just like (laughs) (laughs) oh that guy that guy right there there he is (laughs) oh well my 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 what i can safely say i i I don't believe i've seen him before well he is a short fella wait a minute hold on i missed something (laughs) hey guys how's it going Rivzy! Hi, Mr. Spinks! It's good Hi. to see you! It's good to see you! Uh, how y'all doing? I'm glad you- It seems like your conversation with Gambold went well! Yeah, yeah Rivzy. Uh, it, it was a lot. Uh, it, it, it was pretty intense. Uh, we were talking about the mushrooms and why they were beating you up. Oh, those guys are jerks! They wanted my spear! The one with the B at the end of it? Yeah! And he holds it up. It's just a stick with the wasp tied around the end so that the stinger is out. It's a nice spear! That was it? It's very nice. I like it. Yeah! That was all. Hey, did you guys find the guy with no boots? Not yet. We've only just come out of uh, Gambles. I was just asking Melanon, actually, if he knew... Hi, Mr. Lapignon! <laughs> well, good to see you, Reevesy. I-, I don't believe we have been formally introduced. No, probably not. I kind of work for Demoiselle. It's in a different department. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, you're looking for someone. Who, who, is, who is this uh, individual? Guy with no boots. I was following a guy out in the, in the, in the, in the thicket. In the thicket beyond the swamp. And uh, it, it, I, I kind of got turned around. And there was boots and boot prints. And then, and then no more boots. Well, the boots were still there, but he didn't have them anymore. Anyway, there's a guy out there wandering around. I gotta find him. Well, we will keep an eye out for a fellow with no boots on. Well, I myself am not wearing boots, but as you can see, they would not fit on my rather <laughs> changed-looking legs. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, just rolled, I just rolled a net. I just rolled a net 20 inside check. I'm fucking Reevesy, so I'm gonna ask. <laughs> you have to beat <laughs> fucking Mel. I need you to beat me a DC 19 deception check. <laughs> Shit. Oh no. Is Reevesy about to crack the code that none of us could crack? Well, it's only a 17. Oh shit. What's happening? Mr. Lapignard, why don't you have shoes on? Well, as you can see, I, there are no shoes that I have found that would fit my particular form. If you find some, please direct me in their direction. I'm, I mean, but you, you're like, you're like high up in the food chain, right? Like you, you're like, you're like, uh, not, not royalty, but like a boss's boss's boss. You should probably have some like ceremonial shoes or something. I don't know. I think it's a dress code thing. Well, none have been offered to me, but if you know the way of a cobbler. All right. So now I'm looking for a guy with no boots and a cobbler for a different guy with no boots who should have boots because it's against the dress code and the dress code is very strictly enforced around here. Okay. Huh. I don't know if I can keep straight two things. Can one of y'all try to find him a cobbler? 
I got I got the cobbler, Reezy. All right, thanks. Thanks, Mr. No Axtrummer. Reezy, uh, how long have you said you've been looking for this man with no boots? Ah, uh, real time, but this wonky time. Maybe both. Real time, like like couple couple days, maybe a week or so. I'm not so good at telling because I kind of I kind of have to stay in here. It's mm -hmm. just kind of a guess. In here, I don't know. Maybe a few months, a few days. Hard to tell. Like six months? The geckos have been here a couple times, so the parades happened a bit. So it's got to be more than a week. Okay. Or two. More than two weeks. That doesn't help at all. Reason. Well, that's helpful. <laughs> yeah. Definitely more than a day. <laughs> when was the last time Gambold had breakfast? Uh, okay, I'm walking away. <laughs> 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 All right, you guys. Thanks very much. Let me know if you find the guy with no boots. <laughs> no, you're getting the guy with no boots. I'm getting the cobbler. Boots. Hey, remember your job. Melmanon, is your full name Melmanon Lapinon? Lapinon. <laughs> Lapinon. Well, indeed it is. And what a lovely pronunciation. I don't have any boots either. Reezy, Reezy, go, go away, please. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to look for the guy. Bye, Reezy. You all continue uh, to the sort of proper bathhouse, uh, which you see as just like this massive interior space, right? Water is sort of trundled along in pipes that have spigots over these big pits in the ground uh there are purveyors who have just like heaps of dried herbs that are sitting on little wheelbarrows or like you know kind of dumpling carts right um there are you know kind of people who are going around with those old timey like you know sort of cigarette and candy trays but they are just filled with like all manner of comestibles ranging from chocolates to uh you know uh to to cigarettes of a variety of different types to just any like you know kind of little cups of teas of a, of you know kind of a, of a of a number of varieties wandering kind of throughout the space and you see there are people just kind of chilling in the baths oh, again it's uh, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a mixed bag but it seems to be relatively lively and everyone seems to be in a in a fairly fairly of 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 good spirits if you'll pardon the pun <laughs> Mamelon's going to reach out to another tray and grab another carrot and say, grab yourself a refreshment and dress down to your comfort. It is now canon that there's just always, in this town, Carrots. there's always somebody within arm's reach with a carrot for Mel. <laughs> I was going to say, this carrot purveyor is just, just following him, him around because like, it's is... like his main business. He's put my kids through college! <laughs> <laughs> Melmanon's coming? Let me get my carrot stash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Isaac, just on, on uh, seeing the bathhouse and just showing up, he just immediately starts undressing and folds his armor and and work neatly i will take that for you and put it in a secure place oh oh thank you thank you so much sir. and uh he just stands there <sighs> yeah this, this is what i need this is what i need 
no, and he no. just walks no, no, into no, the bath. No, no. What? What's, what's wrong? What's yeah, wrong? no. June is June is going the other way. What is wrong, June? No, 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 no. I'll be outside. What? This is a soothing, relaxing place. Look at that walrus over there. He's just letting it all hang out. <sighs> a literal walrus. <laughs> I'm gonna go look for like a training ground or something. I'll see you guys in a little bit. Uh, you're lost. Um, Isaac is also covered in just scars. Uh, all right, Isaac. I think that you sort of slip into uh, into a bath. Um, Ooh, hot, hot, hot. I think that uh, you you know you're you're in like a, a like a really like a double the size of you know sort of the one of the larger hot tubs you might have oh, ever yeah. seen and this is kind of what we're talking about here uh, and on the far end is that is that walrus uh, and he's just like <laughs> ah, not bad my man fuck off <laughs> oh, no you look you all right yourself partner oh this. This is what I'm talking about. Those are some intense battle scars. I thought you got rid of those when you came over well, here. Well, you know, I'm on a, I'm on a uh, little, little, um, we'll call it a preview visit. Oh, a near-death experience. Very cool, my guy. <laughs> yes, mo- mo- multiples though that I, I, I tripped, I tripped on a, on a rock. No yeah. way. That's what got me. Really? How big was the rock? Yeah. Well, it was, uh, you know, I mean, it was, it was big. It was a pretty big rock. It was, a, it was more of a cliff, really. And I was uh, less of a, le- it was less of a trip and more of a, I was, uh, you know, I was, well, I was a goat, you see. And uh, I was going for a tuft of grass. And uh, <laughs> sometimes you miss the footing, my man. I mean, you just go and then it's all over. And then, yeah, I, I feel as though you just <laughs> fell and then you just ended up here at the, at the spa. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I kind of fell into the afterlife, and, uh, you know, that I was a little confused at first, but this little nice frog man, he helped me out. He got me here right quick. Oh, Reezy? I know Reezy. That's a good kid. You know, you know, yeah. Swallow, what a good kid. He got me here real quick, and uh, I don't know why I'm a walrus. I guess that's what's coming up next, but uh, listen, man, just enjoying the time. If, if if you want my opinion on things, walrus less likely to fall plummeting to your death off a cliff. Yeah, I kind of figured it was a, like a cosmic sort of, uh, you know, kind of, uh, hey, bud, sorry for the inconvenience. Next time, maybe a shark instead. At least a little cooler. Yeah, sharks are pretty cool. They probably last a little bit. God, God, you, you gonna hop in there? Uh, guard is gonna turn back to, like, June running away. And then look to the pool. Marissa? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> you turn around and like Sphinx is already like mimicking you, like ah, next yeah. to you, like, you know, shoulders up, like, you know, on the on the thing, like, ah, Somebody knows how to ah, live. This is yeah. good. Oh. Yeah. Hanging hanging with the guys. Yes. The bros, <laughs> the happenings. Yep, the bros. Harissa's like, nah. And she's out. <laughs> she's just uh, walk away. <laughs> It is. It is probably worth me emphasizing that, like, not all of these are just like dudes in a tub, right? <laughs> like, there is a, a variety of gender options uh, to your comfort, should you be so inclined. Upon seeing June uh, heading out and, and hearing about uh, her desire for some kind of training ground, Melmanon would say, 
We do actually have a bit of a studio for that, if you are interested. I know that a tail is something to get used to. I have quite a time getting used to these big floppers down at the end of my legs. So if you would like to use one of our studios, we have many, many different training apparatus available to you. That'd be great at this point, anywhere where my uncle is not naked. That would be perfect. Oh, my, my, my. Yes, of course. Let us get you out of here post-haste. (laughs) june would you like me to train with you sure all right i'll come with her yeah let's go i'll need to take a bath where is uh where's harissa is harissa gonna stick around in the baths ultimately or is she going somewhere else harissa has snuck somewhere else okay do we know where yet me and mr spinks know how to live she um harissa wants to um she she's trying not to get distracted and she wants to try and find some information or find like a way out because she's just like i ain't i'm not staying it okay we're gonna come back to that uh the first thing that we are going to do uh is we are going to follow uh guard and june uh we are going to follow guard and june to the studio uh which you kind of arrive at and uh you know i i, I sort of want you to picture like um uh you know kind of if you've ever seen um what the fuck is that called i think it's kendo like a kendo studio right like kind of mats on the ground uh, you know yeah, kind the, of uh, the straw mats and yeah stuff. straw mats kind of padding things that's like the opening kind of space and then as you sort of start to move around you see that there are you know kind of a variety of different you know kind of rooms and textures hard wood uh sand pits for you know kind of more active wrestling and things of that ilk uh, and it really does seem like you can you know sort of take your pick but uh, kind of right up at the front uh there is a uh, a woman uh, who appears uh, to be uh, Wolverine. Uh, and she is standing on her hind legs and she has uh, sort of a towel draped over her arm. Uh, and uh, she says, oh, Good evening. Are you all interested in participating in one of our classes here this evening? Or uh, do, you, do you offer like a, like if we didn't, really want to do a class just yet like we just kind of wanted to mess around of course no absolutely you you may use any of the spaces to your heart's desire uh an evening in the studio simply costs one uh one of our 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 tokens to sort of keep track of the work that it takes to you know kind of take care of the space uh seeing as how there are two of you together will you be joining uh, together or, or separately if you're joining together it costs only one token together and she'll slip her token. Uh, which one? Oh. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Different colors. I'll slip the black one. Great. Just <laughs> mark that down that that's gone. Okay. She takes the token and she sort of slips it into the, you know, kind of um, pocket of her uh, kind of robe that she's wearing. And she starts to lead the both of you in. And then she kind of stops and she looks back. She sort of stares at guard for longer than one could without being noticed. Is everything all right? I'm so sorry. Forgive my manners. I, um, it's the strangest feeling. I, I feel as if I remember you from somewhere and, and that's... As far as I've been told, not how this place is supposed to work. 
We're not really supposed to retain our memories through this place. I, I can't say that I have, but that vague feeling of familiarity is... I'm so sorry. I'm being incredibly rude. Please, allow me to show you to the gym of your choice. And she turns... What gym are you all looking for? Um, is there a room that has, like, a tightrope type thing? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Just, like... Picture just, like, the best fucking gorilla enclosure that you can, right? And, like, that's what we're dealing with. Fab. That's... that uh, Guard, do you, Is that okay? Yes. Are we about to spar? <gasps> I'd like to... I'd like to jump on some things. Maybe see if you can incorporate your new tail. Nah. I'm gonna put my axe down and, like... Crack my big ceramic knuckles. <laughs> All right, big guy. Uh, are we doing this? Are we doing a spar? Shit. You wanna? At your leisure. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Mel Melmanon, who do you have your money on? Oh yeah. Um. Uh. In in theory, uh, Melmanon would probably uh bet on June because Melmanon has experienced the advantage of uh. Rodentia bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Incredible. Uh, speaking of which, June, for the rest of your time in the afterlife, or rather until you are restored to your normal body, if that should ever happen, uh, you may use your tail as an unarmed attack, uh, effectively giving you a third arm specifically for being unarmed. You can't hold things with it, but you can use it as an attack. Cool. We catch this fight in the middle of things, and I'm actually going to have both of you uh, just straight up and down roll me uh, uh, d20s, if you don't mind. I'm going to roll mine sideways, not up okay. or down. <laughs> Fair enough. Natural one. Uh, Natural one. Six. <laughs> All right. June, you have the upper hand, but there's a lot of falling. There's a lot of falling. <laughs> a lot of falling. Oh, boy. Mel, you are watching this sort of skirmish unfold, and Guard just can't seem to get his hands kind of around June. Uh, and at one point, she just like fully like skitters around him like a squirrel, and like turns it into like one of those fucking kung fu flips. And Guard just boom lands on his uh, uh, ends up on his back. Uh, what I'm curious what Mel is getting up to as they duke it out. Mel actually. Uh after escorting them and seeing the beginning of the fight, sort of looking, looking behind him as, as he leaves, just scoping out, yeah, all right, she's doing all right. He's going to make his way back to the bathhouse. Okay. I'll leave it at that. All right, then we will revisit you at the bathhouse momentarily. I'm going to go ahead and say, Guard, it is your turn. Uh, what do you do? You are getting faster, June. It is good. Feels better. Let's make things a little bit more interesting. And I'm going to slam my fists into the ground, casting fog cloud and filling the room with fog so that we are both blind. Let's go. Amazing. Uh, June, what do you do? You are now, you are now blind. I want to get to higher ground. Why don't you go ahead and roll me a, uh, an athletics check uh, and we'll go ahead and say, or uh, at athletics or acrobatics, and we'll say that it's a disadvantage. So a 10. 
Okay. I think you do get there, but it costs your entire uh, movement. And if you want to get like up, up, uh, you're going to need to either use a dash or um, step of the wind. I just want to get a little bit higher. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think you're just like, you're like, your, your head is just a little above his because he's pretty tall. Okay. And I can't see him. Standing in the same place that I was when I cast the spell. Okay. I'm going to chuck a dart at him. All right. You're going to do that with disadvantage, I believe. Oh, well, poop. 11. Oh, well, poop. Whiff. Guard, this dart whizzes past your head and lands on the ground beside you. Right, that's movement and action from June. Do we have a bonus action? Uh, <laughs> can I... Uh, I want to listen for him. If he moves... Use them spidey senses. How do I do this mechanically? I think that's going to be a bond point uh, to take the dodge action. Okay, yeah, I'll spend a bond for dodge. Guard, it's your turn. What do you do? I'm going to get low. Okay. And I'm going to move in the direction that she ran. Yeah. Arms out in front of me. <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and if I bump into her, I am going to just like clothesline her legs and knock her back to the ground. All right. I think that's going to be an athletics check uh, with disadvantage. And June, I believe this is going to be an acrobatics check. But I honestly think it's going to be a disadvantage because you don't see him coming. Uh, that's an 11. Not that good. I got a seven. Guard, you get her by the feet <laughs> and you yank <laughs> her out of the out of the ropes. Cool. Uh, with my bonus action, I'm going to say get higher next time. Oh. And then it's your turn. <laughs> and we are going to cut away. I want to um, jump in with uh, Harissa here for a minute uh, because I am uh, curious as to what you are getting up to. I think uh, Harissa is literally going to be like scouting. I think um, just kind of getting the lay of the land, trying to kind of see what's at the fringes of the town. Actually, I'm curious, like the geckos that bring the elderwood berries, where did they get them from? How do they kind of exit the town and bring them back? Like, what route do they take? I'm going to give you two things here. The first thing I'm going to give you is that it looked as if they were able to move in and out of the thicket that June was not able to move in and out of freely. Oh. When you first saw them, you saw them sort of poke, poke one's head out from the thicket and then back in. But if you want to try to find them... I will let you make me a survival check Ooh, or an investigation yeah. check. The survival check, funnily enough, is going to be a disadvantage. Disadvantage or nature, did you say? No, or investigation. If I use my inspiration, does it negate? <laughs> it does. Yeah. You can just Amazing. roll Amazing. Yeah. Hooray. Absolutely. I will pop my inspiration to, to try and do this without a disadvantage. I got 13 anyway. Are you talking to anybody about this or are you just sort of poking around corners? I think like, cause the thing has just come through. Um, yeah, uh, probably. It's been a few minutes, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably asking people, you know, um, how often does it happen? Where do they take them? Sort of, you know, finding out more about it. Weekly, right? Like, mm -hmm. we've got that. We know it's weekly. Um, I think you ask around and uh you know you're 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 saying like hey where do they go mm -hmm. uh you know sort of how do they how do they get back into 
you know, sort of the world. People are cagey, right? Mm -hmm. Like they are kind of unwilling to share this information. Um, you get a sense that they're almost a little anxious about it. Mm. Um, and I think on a 13, you generally get the sense that maybe they're not at their leisure to talk about this with you as much as you'd like. Fair enough. Even if I dropped the lizard bomb, you know, hey, I am a lizard, you know, wink, wink. That one seems to hit sort of sporadically, right? Oh, like okay. some people, <laughs> especially the people who are kind of more substantially staff seem to know what that is. And mm -hmm. it gives you a, it gives you a measure of like deference, but no more information. A lot of the de a lot of the people who are just sort of here, right, don't really seem to clock what that means with any sort of depth. Okay, I mean, I didn't, so I'm not surprised. Um, <laughs> it was new to me too. So, when the parade was going through, where did the lizards go? You said they went to a tavern. Did you say a tavern? Tower. A tower. That was it. Could I go to that tower? You're in it. Oh, I'm in. Wait, I'm in the tower. Yeah. So the. Hot Springs is a sprawling complex of buildings culminating in a central tower. Oh. The central tower contains, among other things, the baths. Oh, I see. Yep. So you guys have, you guys have been getting a, a tour of the main tower. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, so on one of these levels of the tower, they, they've taken... Yeah, just up. Okay. I'm going to head up, see if I can find them. I'm just going to go. If I'm able to, if it's not restricted. Yeah, uh, you, uh, you sort of move to the elevator. Oh, an elevator, nice. Uh, you see the smoke spirit standing at attention. Ah. Uh, hello, uh, I know I don't have your name, but uh, would you be able to guide me towards the, the geckos who brought the elderberries? The smoke spirit lowers its head, drops to what approximates a knee, and shakes its head no. Would you be able to um, subtly point me in the direction? It it ponders that for a second. In fact, I'd actually like you to give me a um, uh, Don't say charisma. Yeah, a persuasion check here. <laughs> Description. Dang it. Um, this one. All right, let's give it a go. So charismatic. God, you guys are not good at charisma. Uh, fourteen. It's not. It's not actually that. Okay, awful. a fourteen doesn't get you nothing. Um, it stands, looks at the elevator, looks up. Looks back at you, shakes his head no. Thank you for your time. And she's just going to slip into the elevator and start pressing the up <laughs> buttons. You know, like, each floor above this one, like... As you try to pass the smoke spirit... What's your AC? Oh! Uh, it's a 14. Is he going to fucking swipe me? What is happening? Holy shit. This thing... Gets a plus 10 to these attacks. Jesus. Oh my God. Did it get a four? Please. It got me. a three. Oh, oh my goodness. Plus God. 10? Oh, shit. Why are you fighting the raid boss? Arissa's <laughs> getting in trouble. <laughs> you know when you quickly press the close, like, lift door, like, 
Holy shit, this is taking a turn. This is not going to go well for you. I need you to understand right now that this is not going to go well for you if you decide to go through with it. Like, you get the sense from this smoke spirit that you have just done something that you are not fucking supposed to do. This thing swung on you. Oh, shit. Like, you can do it. I thought it was giving me a sign to, like, uh, you know. It gave you the information that you wanted. That doesn't give you permission. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying this is going to radically change the course of the next session. Harissa. If there's anything we've learned, death is an illusion. Do whatever you want. Death yeah, is an illusion. we just learned that. Hey, I mean, I've died 127 what, times what's already. So what's another one? Harissa. <laughs> What button do you smash? Uh, there are buttons that go all the way up to um, probably in the 30s, and then there are a few that are marked as like P for penthouse, that kind of thing. P for penthouse. Oh, her her inner sphinx is making her press penthouse. Please don't die. Incredible. <laughs> Please don't die in an elevator. Absolutely. She doesn't know fucking. why, but she's just like. Absolutely fucking incredible. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna you the you see the doors slam shut and catch a little bit of the smoke spirit's hand that just vanishes into the air and the elevator. Legit, Sapphire is like, what am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? Because <laughs> this thing is like going. Oh my god! And the elevator rushes away. Uh, I am curious, Mel, I wanted to step in with you for a second. Was there something that you wanted to sort of accomplish uh, in getting back to the baths? Were you trying to uh, fish something out? Yes. Mel is curious in seeing, or rather in hearing, what Isaac might have to say. Yeah, I like this. We actually smash cut. We actually smash cut uh, to Spinx, uh, who's just like chilling in a tub. How did it feel, Isaac? Chilling with a god. <laughs> okay, first off, I'm pretty sure that our, our guide told us you were like a mini god, not even a demigod. Hey, hey, I didn't see him say you were a god. No, I am brand spanking new. I'm the new model. I'm, I'm the new and approved. Who knows? I might be a god later on. Does this mean you're <laughs> older than me, right. I guess. Maybe. I don't know. It makes my head hurt. I don't like to think about it. What is my grapes? I think I want more grapes. Uh, they're floating on my shield that down there. You got to hold on. And he brings the shield <laughs> back to me. There you go. Thank yeah, you. No problem, Thank buddy. You. Hey, I do have a question for you. Well, uh, you think we can do anything to like help out around here? Like get a, get a job? Like really? Okay. All right. I guess I put too much faith in you being older than me. That was, that's my <laughs> fault. I apologize. I mean, you're not giving me much to go on, to be That's fair. Like, I mean. The elderberries and, and whatnot, do you think? Oh, 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 the, oh I see. I see. Um, he's not a great. Um, I think maybe, maybe we could find some, some elderberries for them. Maybe then they would let, then they would help, like help us. Huh? I mean, losing your kids due to starvation, I feel like this. That's a big toll on you. Yeah, the effects of deforestation. Yeah, okay, mm -hmm. I understand. This is all my fault, Mrs. Yeah. Spinks. You don't have to keep reiterating that. <laughs> I have established that in my storyline of this. Thank you. Sorry, I don't know where that word came from. 
Yeah, your yeah. eyes twitching. You okay? I feel a bit yeah. funny. Maybe I lay maybe. off the grapes. Yeah, let, me, let me hold the. <laughs> yeah, it kind of pushes the the shield they, back they, out into the they water. Float like. over to Cletus, the walrus. <laughs> Cletus is just like, don't mind if I do. <laughs> so I was thinking if we uh, find our way out of here, we. He looks around. Don't tell anybody this. Uh huh. Might just have to shut down Rally. Uh, what What would you do then? Without Without the rally, where would the people go? See, Mr. Spinks, me being a uh, new soul and all, I don't usually think that far ahead. Mm-hmm. I, I see. Um, for some reason, I have a voice in my head telling me that maybe this time we do need to think maybe a bit more ahead, which is unusual for me. All right, Mr. Spinks, you can't keep switching from mm-hmm. not knowing anything to being... <laughs> <laughs> Being the, the, the person of reason here, you're confusing me at this point. I'm confusing myself. Look, your eyes twitching again. Uh, this, Focus. Are you going to yeah, be the one who doesn't know. know anything, or are you going to be the voice of reason? What's going on? I mean, do you want advice or not? I mean, I don't I'm know what you want from me. <laughs> to a mini soul piece of my captain. And I don't even know where she went. Mm-hmm. But. Oh, yeah. I, I just. There's a god running around snatching people up because of something that I did. And I just I I just want to try for once fix things and they stay fixed and not just break something else because of it. It's a very honorable goal. I think that is very I feel like you have shown some growth. I think that is good. That means a lot coming from you, Mr. Spinks. Thank you. Thank you. I also think maybe, I mean, yes, cutting down trees had an effect, but I don't think, I mean, they were talking weird things about the blood tree, huh? Blood tree, I don't know what's going on. I don't think we were the only ones to blame for what is happening. Okay, so we solve their problems, and then they help us out with our problems. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah, uh-huh. scratchy backing. Ah, oh, I like. Yeah, it's yes, good. Yes, this is way better than the than me actually, you know, taking care of my own responsibilities and my own sins. Oh, yeah. Now I just yeah. go back to what I'm used to, which is... 100%. Now you're talking. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Cletus. Hey, damn, you ate all yeah. the grapes? Oh, damn it. Uh, hold on. That's all right. We'll get some more grapes. It's totally fine. I like what you're saying, though, with your words and your mouth. I like this idea of going back to what you know and not taking responsibility for things. For example, I know how to eat grapes. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing. Yeah, you do that much better than climbing cliffs. <laughs> Cletus is the best character. Cletus. <laughs> is he drunk? Maybe, maybe I wasn't supposed to be a goat, maybe you know? supposed to be a grape-eating walrus. It feels right. That's the most important part. I think he's going to be sad when he realizes there's no grapes in the sea. And that, we're going to cut. <laughs> we're going to fucking cut. Stupid scene. Stupid character. Fucking Kalidus. Mel, go ahead and roll me a perception check. 
This is more because I'm assuming that you're sort of staying at a distance. You're trying not to be seen by Isaac. So it's only an eight. So I was maybe at too much of a distance. I'm, I'm, Melmanon's being pretty cautious right now. Okay. Um, I think that you did probably pick up on the fact that he was having a conversation with Sphinx. Um, and I think even on an eight, you probably heard when he when he delivered the line about like just once i'd like to 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 fix things without breaking other things i think you did get that line we have just a little bit of time left and i would like to deal with harissa's no (laughs) absolute do not die in the elevator harissa penthouse potty yes the elevator uh, I need a dex save to throw from you. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Uh, dex saving throw, you say? Yeah. I got a 22. Yeah, you hey. just, you jump it right, yeah. you know, at exactly the right time to balance yourself out, and it's okay. boom. Used to elevators, obviously. And you land, and the doors slide open, uh, and you see... Uh, kind of immediately in front of you, a hallway. Uh, And you sort of step out into it, and you see that it wraps to the left and right further than you can see into total darkness. And you are standing in front of a pair of doors that are 10 feet tall, probably four feet wide each. Uh, One is slightly ajar. She's going to very quietly sneak up to this door and see if she can hear anything first before sticking her eye up into the gap okay uh harissa could i please uh get you to roll me a stealth check as well stealth. yeah that's gonna suck all right let's see come on emily roll roll good uh, that's a seven um yeah she didn't roll great on that one okay <laughs> you put your ear up to the door and you hear something in the distance. You can't quite make what. It sounds like there's something happening above you, though. As far as you can tell, this is the top floor. Muffled voices, maybe? Uh, water of some kind? It's, it's, it's so faint. And then a voice comes in, a, a little bit more distinct. It's coming from the back of the room you hear a chair squeak claws against the ground and you poke your eye in and you see Ganvald reach up to a portrait on his wall a landscape of the western wheels it's very dark in this room, and you can only just barely make it out from what you've learned the, of the Western Wields in recent memory. And he sort of lets his winged hand rest on it for a second. And then his head shoots up, and he turns to you. And you see him take one step and say, out of there! No one is supposed to be here!
Welcome to the end of the show. Don't be sad. We'll be back. We're excited to come back. Ooh, yes, some wild and wonderful things to come. What will happen? Who's to say? I don't know much, but what I do know is three things. One, Darlene K is awesome. Two, the Elderberry is awesome. Our two ultimate champions of support. And three, as mentioned in the mid-roll earlier, my birthday is on Thursday. And that's exciting. Anyway, we love you. Thank you for the support. Thanks for sticking around. Have a great time doing whatever it is you're doing. We'll see you on the next one. Don't be a stranger. Stop on by. Hang out in the Discord if you haven't yet. Okay, we love you. Bye. Have a good week. Bye. Check out all the things. Bye.